0: college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and
3: theticketfm.com Alright everybody, we're back. It's Monday and this is The Drive with AD and Ralph on 93.7 The Ticket. A little bit of a rough Saturday for us. Oh Frustrating. Frustrating is what it is. Happy, happy Halloween.
0: Yes, that's right. I forgot it was Halloween. I keep
2: forgetting too, man. I keep forgetting too. You know, um I we're gonna get obviously we're gonna get to the game. We'll talk about that. We'll also discuss um where does where does where does Nebraska go here for as far as a quarterback goes? We'll go we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some game stats. Nebraska men's basketball team also played an exhibition game last night against Colorado. Um, we have the NFL action, which uh, for uh, Raph was a good one for me. Again, let's ride. <laughs> let's
0: ride. I don't know. I don't know if you saw this, guys. This is not necessarily sports news. Uh oh. Um, we are moving. Yes. Hey. Let's, let's hey. read about it. We are moving. We are moving the ticket. So, super exciting times. There will be more information to come. Um, but we are moving locations. Hopefully by next spring it will be ready by Husker football season. The Omaha World Herald. Evan Bland did an article. Um, so you guys are more than welcome to go check that out if you want some more details. But we are moving to 11th and O downtown in the uh, old Lincoln Electrics Electrical System building, the mm-hmm. LES building. Uh, but it's going to really provide an opportunity. Huge windows. You're going to be able to see us every yes. single day. Um, that, that seems to be the, mo- the main takeaway. Uh, we, we're going to have to like pay attention to how we dress, how we act. Um, which is probably for the best, but uh, we're going to have windows. We're going we're gonna to be able to have, there's going to be a cafe for you guys to go in and, and sit down, hang out, grab some coffee, grab some breakfast, grab whatever mm-hmm. you need. Um, if you want to study, do some work, listen to some radio, you're able to come in, hang out. It's going to be a really, really cool experience for you guys um, and for us. And uh, so so construction inside, just to kind of let you guys know it's where we're at, is going to start mid-November. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and like I said, hopefully once everything is as well, as long as everything stays on schedule, we will be good to go for the football season next year. Nice. Um, but this has been something that I I think everybody can agree has been hard to kind of keep. Yeah. It's been, it's been hard to keep because we've been super excited about it. Um, but now the secret's out and we can't, we cannot wait to have a space that is inviting and, and it's all good that we're moving because it's not necessarily anything against this space. We're just outgrowing it yeah we're just outgrowing it
2: well as far as what uh, aesthetic standpoint too i mean yeah. being down at the les uh that old building you're right on the corner of the one of the busiest well, the busiest street in lincoln yeah uh on imagine on game days what that's going to be like uh whether it's football whether it's basketball and just being in the heart of the city uh downtown action i think is pretty cool this location obviously has been awesome for years and years and years like talk, you talk about growth you talk about advancement things you want to do and as far as that goes as far as location. You know, I remember the first time I came to. I, I didn't know the place was at. It was hard yeah. to find because you're coming <laughs> off the street, you're going down a hill, you an alley, and so. Yeah. Uh, but it served a great purpose. Uh, um, great, great, a lot of make great memories too. That's in short amount of time I've been here and for you guys as well that have been here years upon years. Uh, it's been great. But as far as the move it's going to be a great situation for us, man. Yeah.
0: So so we're pumped up. Um, but like I said, so Evan Blanded in, uh, wrote an article about it on the Omaha World Herald. You can check that out. There will be more information to come. Not only this week, but in the few weeks to come, we'll guys we'll keep you guys in the loop. Uh, because you're just as ing- integral to this thing as as we are. Shout so. out to Evan for the pops too. Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate yeah. that. So I just want I just want to throw that in there and make sure people realize that there's exciting times, even more exciting times coming around the corner. Yes. Uh we got someone nine nine six three says Aaron Davis links.
2: Yes, and also Don give shout out to to Raph and Nick for announcing over the weekend. Guys, tell us about. We did it. That what you guys did? Tell us kind of what ahead, that was Raph. about.
3: Well, I went down to Hickman yesterday and called the Coach Boogs Sandlot Showcase. And it was like all the, um, I think it's like the traveling baseball teams here in Lincoln. And I'll tell you what, I throw a huge shout out to uh, Matthew Taylor that put it, puts it all together. Mm-hmm. We had him on the show last week. He woke up last Monday. Had a dream to put together like an all-star game. He put it together in a week. And I'll tell you what, there are a lot That's of people crazy. there, wow. and it's it's awesome to see that all these teams. There's no animosity between teams. All the yeah. families get along. All the players get along. And I'll tell you what, I, what was going through my head too is, if you're coach Bolt down at the down at the university, you've got a strong, some strong programs going on. You know, inside not just the city but the state of Nebraska, and so hopefully you know that pays off. You know, for him, as the is the years pass by with players that I mean, there there's some there's some darn good players down there. They hit the ball, they field the ball, saw some amazing defense, mm-hmm. really good pitching. I it surprised yeah. me. They played seven innings, and I think they there was only like maybe two walks the entire game. So that's not bad at all. Yeah. No. So congratulations. Uh, what were the ages of the kids? Uh they were I believe twelve year twelve years. Twelve years old. Okay, so wow, wow.
0: What about yours, Nick? Okay, so mine. Um, Lincoln Youth Football asked me to come on out and do the uh-huh. PA announcing at Seacrest Field for their youth football championships yesterday, as well as the All Star game. So um, first game was at nine o'clock. Last game started at four forty-five, and uh, I mean it was it was a full day, but it was it was good. Voice is still recovering. If if you guys can't tell, I'm I'm popping halls breezers yeah. over here nonstop yeah. today. So <laughs> yeah. we're 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 getting there. Um, but it's all all in a day's work. It, it was fun. Like honestly, I never played youth football growing up. I played flag football, but never tackle football. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like it was it was cool that to be out there because I've never seen that kind you know kind of uh, kind of football being played at that level or at that age group either. So mm-hmm. we had. The A group at six or at nine A. M. The B group at eleven, the C group at one fifteen or two thirty, and then the All Star game at four forty five as well. And then in between there, there was a flag football game between third and fourth graders. <laughs> so in between the games? <laughs> yeah, so you think so you think wow. it's you think it's controlled chaos, basically. But these guys, I gotta say, and if anybody was out at Seacrest yesterday, you would have seen it. Now, these guys in the third and fourth flag football games, the Flex flag football game is what they call it. These guys, it was, they had a a touchdown lead. One team did. Then the other team, with three seconds on the clock, throws like a 23 yard touchdown pass, ends up being coming, you know, coming within two points, misses the extra or the two point conversion. Unfortunately, they lost by two. Mm -hmm. It was competitive all the way to the finish. uh, But I mean, it was a fun day. But like I said, popping these breezer, you know, throat healer things all day today
3: speaking of flag football i've got to throw this out there when you were speaking about you think it might be controlled chaos it reminded me back to the good old days back when i had my team Mm -hmm. um chad case used to have his like flag football team for his son that he that he played for and I remember we'd go out and we'd watch them, they'd be running audibles and they'd be changing and reading defense and stuff like that. So I want to throw a shout out to Cedric Case this weekend. Yeah. He I think he set like the NCAA record for the last twenty years. He was eighteen for eighteen passing with six touchdown passes. It was something crazy like that. I told I told Chad he probably should have had nine touchdown passes and competing. <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. <laughs>
2: Shoot, a uh, big shout-out to Chad uh, to Cedric, uh, case on that performance, too. Uh, of course, Chad Kays, long-time uh, Lincoln business owner here in town uh, as well. Tommy says, DP is taking over Lincoln. I tell you what, him and Rebecca are doing some awesome yeah. things, that's for big sure. Uh, Tyler A4 says, well, at least the ticket's doing things, big things. Their football program, it sure isn't. We wish that could change up. Not us, for, of course. Uh, Matthew says, appreciate you guys. Matt. That's Matt from Hickman. Appreciate you guys, man. Um, Dustin recently switched to Re- – uh, is this for you, Nick? Recently yeah. switched to Ricola.
0: Well never, never we're so good, so maybe I'll have to. These I mean, these aren't like the medicated things, these are just the soothes everyday throat irritations. Great taste. Cool berry flavor. Wow. So I like it. I it like is it. what it is. I just always keep a thing in my bag, so here we are.
3: Looks like you also had one of my old football players probably coaching out there yesterday. Oh really? Bobby Taylor. There you go. Says thanks Nick for calling the youth football yesterday. He used to play for me back in the day. Yeah. Okay, we got. We're going to talk about that too.
2: Fantasy league. I man, I just been getting lit up every week as far as fantasy football. Man, I mean, it's it's. <laughs> I don't ever want to talk about it. I, I think yeah, I'm zero and eight. <laughs> I've been getting lit up. You're zero and eight.
0: I'm zero and eight in one league. Okay. Because boy. I I forget every single weekend. You guys, I mean, you guys are in the same boat as I am. Like we we're usually bu- Our weekends are usually taken up. Like yeah. we're, we're busy every single weekend, especially on Saturdays, and so you for I forget to set my lineup. Yeah, you. It's and, hard to score points that way, and it's hard to score points. I lost one fifty seven to one hundred nine this week, so I'm going to be zero and eight.
2: Yeah, it, it's been, it's been rough for me as far as fantasy,
3: and that is with Alvin Kamara scoring forty two points by himself. Good gosh! So, I will say one thing, Fanduel. I got a free five dollar play into their million dollar game. Oh yeah, and I missed. I forgot what hundred thousand top prize. I think I missed it by thirty six points, but. Dang. I started Wandale. I was hoping that he, this was going to be the week where he was just yeah. going to go nuts, come a Well, punt, with Kadarius
0: Tony no longer there, you, you had him. I had a few targeted to him yesterday. I know. I tried, but
3: he just mm. didn't. He, I, if Wandale could have given me, like, 30 points, I, I probably would be, like – in Cancun right now, yeah, celebrating.
2: It's good to see him at least being targeted in those games right now. Uh, he he's looked like he's healthy again. Yeah. There are some good games. We're going to get to that, too. First of all, folks, we're going to talk some Oscar football, but also the top of the hour. We're going to open it up. We're going to call it Manic Monday. <laughs> it is Halloween. <laughs> call in, vent, share your thoughts. Obviously, remember, it's on the radio, so be careful what you say on there. We gotta, you got to please be mindful of that. But we, but we understand there is some frustration. Me and Raf went to the game uh, with about uh, – we stayed for, for the first half. It'd and uh, we've got the tickets we've had for years in the north end the zone, about 15 mm-hmm. rows up, and so we, we had a great view, uh, just far as the line play, especially when uh, Nebraska was going to the south. I uh, was actually going, yeah, actually going to the south uh, with the ball offensively. What are some things that stood out to you, Raf? I mean, just overall, just far as like, just game expect. That was the first time we've been to a game in a while because we, me and Raf, we've done it for years. Kind of like watching away from the stadium. Uh, we're not. Raf is definitely not a smaller guy, so for him to sit in a stadium seat that long is not the most comfortable <laughs> thing to do. Uh, but what was your what was your
3: thoughts, man? Oh man, I I look back like an overview of it. It's foot at the end of the day, it's football. So if you have turnovers and if you can't stay on the field on third down, you're not you're not going to win the game, and that's that's the way it plays out all the time in every game you almost ever watch. That's it. And then if your quarterback goes down, that's that's another thing. When you're the struggle is for real. I know a lot of people are going to be like, well the second string, but almost every game you watch where the starting quarterback goes down, there is a drop off when it goes to the second string quarterback. And that's what had happened. I guess I was a little surprised. I thought maybe it would be a little bit better production, just knowing that all year long we start, I think, every show Monday going, well, I don't think Casey's going to make it through the year because he has took a beating. He's an absolute warrior. Mm-hmm. He's he's earned a full respect for me. For, for the player that he is and how tough that he is, but finally it, he just wasn't able to return. So then you're hoping, okay, second-string quarterback's going to come in. You know it's probably not going to be as productive as the first-string. That's right. why he's first-string. That's right. why he's second-string. But I wish there just would have been a little bit more.
2: You know, as I watch the game, the, there's a lot of things to be – first of all, let's go with some stats here. I mean, you guys, most of us got those, but I want to get the stats here. Kind of the scoring by quarters. First quarter, Illinois scored six. We scored three. Uh, second quarter, they, they scored 14. We scored six. Uh, third quarter, they scored three. We scored zero. Again, this third quarter, they scored three. We scored zero. We went two straight quarters with zero points. And on the second half, with 26 total yards in the second half? 29. 29. My bad. 29. 29 total yards. You cannot win games that way. Uh, we're going to get some of your texts as well. Um, I'm going to – you know what? Yeah, we're, We'll get to those. The thing about it guys you look at the stats on that 26-9 okay first quarter uh illinois 12 uh, 12 minutes and 33 seconds scoring play wims isaiah 46 yards pass from devito that's the one we, that was right right in front of us uh minute 49 left in the first uh timmy bleak wrote field goal second quarter 938 nebraska volkley travis 56 yard pattern casey thompson we get a touchdown there uh second Six minutes, three minutes left in the second quarter. Brown chase one yard run. Another score there for Illinois. Again, Illinois with 23 seconds left scores again. Third quarter, Griffin, uh, Caleb, 36-yard field goal. Then again, the fourth quarter with 11-12 left on the game. Griffith uh, kicks another field goal. And that's the game. I mean, that's basically what happened. You know, um, the thing that's the most frustrating, I me, and we'll kind of address all of it coming up here, is the fact that we still can't protect. I mean, it doesn't matter if you have uh, – and there's a lot of people saying, well, why didn't Smothers get in the game? We'll get in that as well. When Chubba was in there, they did and protect. And when Casey was in there – and I'm going to disagree, with some people say well, that uh, Casey didn't look good before, the, before he got out of the game. I think he looked decent. Yeah. I really did for the time that he had. And, Ralph we sit at yeah. – you can really see how much of a hurry he has to be in. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's easier on TV to get the replays. When you're sitting there watching it real time, dude, he has about 1.5 seconds maybe. If that. If that, to make a decision. You know, so all year long, you know, obviously we got four games left. We're eight games in, man, yeah. and still there are th- simple things that we're not addressing. No, I'm not saying that addressing that aren't working yet from an offensive line standpoint. For us to say anything different, you know, would be an insult. The offensive line is costing us quite a bit right now, and it's hurt. And I know they know it. They can't help but not know that. You know, the defense I thought played well enough because you think about it, they held those guys uh, to well 26 points, but all of the field goals too. They made stops when they make stops but we just could not stay on the field from an offensive standpoint. We just couldn't do it.
3: Uh, um, defense, defense. I thought, I think the, for me, I thought the defense played better in a run from the run defense standpoint. I thought they played better than what I thought they were going to do. I think the longest run they gave up all day was 21 yards, which I was mm-hmm. proud of. I believe they're chase Brown. I think he had 32 carries for 149, if I'm not mistaken, which yep. it's still over four yards a tote, but, I did not think that he. I I, I thought if he had thirty two carries, he'd go for over two hundred yards as going into the game. Yeah,
2: he was thirty two for one fifty two. Had a loss of three at one time. Net yep. one forty nine. Yep. His long was that twenty one yarder. Okay, um, but four point seven yards uh, a carry, which obviously you don't like giving up. You know, you know, five. You know, dang near five yards every time he touches it. Yep. But we we he was not the one that hurt us. We hurt ourselves more than anything else in this game. Yep. Turnover you know? turnovers will get you all turnovers the time. will cost you. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I, I agree. I, I think you also allowed Tommy DeVito. Yeah, 20 for 22 20 for 22. Yes. I mean, this is the second time that Nebraska's defense this season has allowed a mediocre quarterback to look like a Heisman candidate. Yeah. First was right. Ryan Holinsky against Northwestern, and now it's Tommy DeVito in, in Illinois. I mean, this is the second time this season. Uh, Devito, I mean they're not they're not super sexy numbers, 179 passing yards, but two touchdowns. Um, they
3: were killing us. on I that. mean, completed 91.
0: P- they they ran mesh concepts. They ran play action with their tight end, the and, and that's all route. they did. Drag that's all they did. And and it's like once again, it goes back to this mentality of if it's not broke, don't fix it. Don't try to be too cute. Mm-hmm. Be confident in what you run, yep. and you're going to be able to find success. And that's what Brett Bielema in Illinois does. Um, I'll tell you what was the most frustrating thing to me, guys and and it stay it goes with this quarterback situation um there there was a moment in the second half where well throughout the entire to the first half or second half excuse me you had 15 passing yards 15 passing yards 15 yeah and whether it's been Scott Frost whether it's been Mark Whipple whether it's been Mickey Joseph talking about it there's been no um no debate on who the better running quarterback is from a backup standpoint, in the backup quarterback room, and that's Logan Smothers. And to not even give Logan Smothers an opportunity to maybe provide some spark to your offense, yep. to maybe break off a big run, to force the defense to worry about something else other than just a three- or five-step drop in passing, when your best target couldn't get open. You could not well, – that was another There was thing. a few times he was open. Maybe he he just yes, didn't have F- the time. They didn't have the time, he, they have the yeah. time yeah. Or, or they would de- develop or, you know, deliver an inaccurate right, pass. Right, But still, one thing Bach and I said on the postgame show was your scheme, if you want to call it mm-hmm. that as an offensive coordinator, is to get find a way to get the ball into your best player's hands. Mm-hmm. And then we all can agree that that's Trey Palmer. And to end the game against a top 25 team with one reception, I understand he had six targets. But to end the game with one reception, and not figure out how to get him involved in pre-snap motion, in jet sweeps, in handoffs, in whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. just try to get the ball in your his hands. If that's your scheme, that's fine. Execute it. Yeah, we saw it against Purdue, and you figured out a way to score 37 points. But that game, your defense didn't do Mm -hmm. their part. But it's frustrating to be done with this game and looking and look down at the score sheet or the, the stat box and see three for eight in the second half for 15 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. And yeah. then your backup quarterback threw one of one in the first half. Now, granted, it was one yard, so nothing special yeah. there. And I'm not saying have Logan Smothers come in and air rate it. Right. But something wasn't working throughout the entirety of the second half.
2: Well, when you look at the the rushing, it's kind of going back down these stats, and uh, we got a break coming up here soon, and we will have the Hall of Famer Jay Foreman come in, obviously give his weekly analysis on Mondays like he usually does. And um, But before we go through there, we got a few minutes. Am I correct on that? Yeah. But we got a few minutes. As far as passing, Casey Thompson was 7 for 15, 172. One touchdown, two INTs. 56-yard long pass. Uh, rushing, Chase Brown, uh, again, we talked about with 32 for 152. DeVito was 6 for 44. Uh, few, uh, Reggie Reggie Love the third, uh, was 6 for 13 for Illinois. For Nebraska, Anthony Grant was 12 for 62. Uh, uh, 20, I think it was
3: 51 after his loss. After
2: his hearts. loss, yep. Uh, 5.1 yards of carries, uh, Casey Thompson was 2 for 10, Smothers 2 for 7, um, then Cas was three at 3 carries, 0 gain, actually lost yards on that one, Chipper Purdy was 5 for 5. Um, I, when you look at these offensive numbers, and I'll go to receiving real fast too, Our, Isaiah Williams was their big threat, 9 for 93 at a 46 yard long uh, pass, uh, Tip uh, Ryman Reim- was 2 for 39 for 20 yards long. Uh, scattered throughout the rest of them. Casey Washington for Illinois was 2 for 16. For Nebraska, Travis Volkolek was 1 for 56, which I think is staggering right there. You only see the one target to Volkolek. Yep. 1 for 56, obviously, it's a touchdown. Uh, Alante Brown was 2 for 47. 32 was long. Uh, Chancellor Brewington, which was a, who had a heck of a nice game. It was only 2, but that, that great run, 45-yard long run. Um, Anthony Grant was 3 for 27. Marcus Washington, 1 for 8, and a slew of other ones. When you look at the rec- When you look at the offensive numbers, they're good enough to where they should have done more with it, I would say. But yeah. then again, when you the time of possession again, when we'll look at this time of possession. Nebraska I think that's, had
3: twenty one minutes and they had thirty eight.
2: Think yeah. at that—that's seventeen more minutes, man. They're at thirty one thirteen. We're at twenty one forty seven. I mean, when you when you have the ball like that, you just you you dominate the game. Mm-hmm. You slow the game. I actually speed the game up a little oh. because you're you're just driving the ball for so long. Because after we got that, uh, after the receiver fumbled the ball. Yep. They I think they proceeded to march what, 13 plays for 70 something yards or something crazy like that. And they held the ball forever.
3: Yep. And they're getting they're they're executing on third down. I mean, that's you cannot go 2, two for 12 on third downs.
0: Well, here's another thing and this you is just the, it. why it's mind-boggling that Nebraska somehow wasn't closer in this game, didn't get points at all, couldn't muster anything up on offense in the in the, you know, second half especially Illinois had five more penalties than you did. Yeah. Yeah. You only had three penalties, which you walk away going, all right, that's a pretty well-played ball yeah. game. Yep. that's a good point. But then you look at Illinois, and they had eight for 72. Eight penalties for 72 yards. But here's another thing, guys. What did we talk about going into the game? Nebraska is going to have to figure out. We know what Illinois wants to do, and that's going to be the 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 narrative going into the rest of these games. You're going to know what this the, the opponent wants to do because you're in the Big Ten. Yeah. Illinois wants to be able to get manage the clock, control the game, run the ball, have a balanced offense. Mm-hmm. So let's go through the checklist. Manage the clock, did so. R- run time of possession, did so by 17 minutes. Mm-hmm. Run the ball, 188 rushing yards. Balanced offense, you also pass for 179. Yep. That's pretty balanced. And then, so from a Nebraska standpoint, you got to figure out a way to disrupt Illinois and yeah. get them off schedule. Exactly. Easiest way to do that, Chase Brown is as good as they come. So you're not going to be able to do that easily. And you did so for the first half, but Jay Foreman's going to probably say it, making deposits. That's what he calls it, making deposits. Going for two, three, four yards in the first half consistently, but then in the second half, it's the 11s, the 12s, the 14-yard runs that are just absolutely backbreakers. They started gashing. Exactly. But that's just what they do. So that's why it's important from quarter one to quarter four for Nebraska to develop a running game.
2: And until we do, and we, we've talked about this, oh, we sound like a broken record. We do mm-hmm. until the offensive line, and we're, fellas, here's the reality: we're eight games in now. Yeah. Until these next four games, you got Minnesota, you got Michigan, you got Wisconsin, you got Iowa. All those teams, with an exception, I think Minnesota's number thirty-three in the country as far as defense. Oh, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin is, you know, so those teams, the rest of those teams, are the top twenty. You know, so our offensive line, the pressure is going to mount that much more. I mean, I, I, we sound like a broken record, but the bottom line is, until that improves, because here's the reality too: our defense cannot keep staying on the field that long. They just can't. You just can't, you, then the better team that you start playing, they're going to have those long sustained drives. You know, ten plays. You know, eighty yards. You know, fourteen plays. Now, here's the thing: the number of plays also shows. You. If you're running thirteen play drives, dude, you, you own the clock. Yeah, you own the clock. And if your offense is not do anything, that gives them the – you go three and out. Like For instance, I, I keep going back to this because I think this is going to change the game. That turnover when Robinson fumbled, we had the ball for how long did that drive take? Oh, it was nothing. Less than a minute. Yeah. And we gave the ball right back to them again, and yep. they said, okay, we're back in business. And they methodically marched the ball down the field on us and yep.
3: scored. Changed the entire game.
2: Changed the entire game, man. So when you have opportunities like that, you have to capitalize. And I know it just
0: drives them crazy, you know. Um, let me see here before we get to our next I break. Think, I think it shows, guys. Once again, we were reminded on Saturday. And we've been reminded a couple times even with Casey Thompson, who's a less mobile guy. Um, Because I don't think the offensive line played horrible on Saturday. I think play calling... And when what do we say coming into the game? If if an opponent's able to take Palmer away, what what's what's your next guy? Who's Plan B? Who's your next option? Mm-hmm. It showed that they don't have one. They do not have a guy that can take over a game. And whether you're playing Illinois, Minnesota, Northwestern, you need a guy. You need yeah. to have multiple guys. Yeah. And and I think it was play calling that was bad. I honestly think in game coaching was pretty poor. Adjustments were poor. Um. I, th- I think there were there were a lot bigger issues from a- an entire team standpoint than even just now the offensive line did not play poor did not play well Bryce mm-hmm. Benhart, I don't know what you were doing on that block te- or that blocked extra point man I I don't know um you just stood there um that was disturbing man. I-, I have no idea I-, I don't know and I don't know if there's a quick fix to it I really don't um Illinois is a good football team should you have put more than nine points up against them yeah I think so yeah I yeah. think so. You're the best offense they faced all season long. Once again, like we preach it every single week, Travis Vokalek. Why are you not getting more catches? Yeah. Why why are you not, as a coaching staff, instilling plays that get Travis Vokalek the ball? I don't yeah. care how slow he is. He's one of the biggest dudes out there. Yeah. Yep. Same with Chancellor Brewington. Mm-hmm. What you have, it's never been a talent issue. It's been. Schematics, and it's always been Nebraska needs a mobile quarterback because when the pocket breaks down within three seconds, you got to figure out some way to make a play. Because if Nebraska – they're still so fragile, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. to where if they lose six, seven yards and get way behind schedule, there is no shot that they come back.
2: No. And I think uh, the teams that we play against know that too. They know that if you get up on Nebraska, as of right now, the way we have played – if you get up on Nebraska and you play good defense, it's gonna to be tough for them to come back because that game, um that game was winnable. At oh, least yeah. go that at least to go down to the fourth quarter. It was and, winnable. And two, the
3: first thing that, for me that really caught my eye too is twelve carries for fifty one yards. I mean, you you gotta get grand the ball. He was more. running it well. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: were you were running and and that's where it's like you were running it well in the first half. And yes, you were down what was it at half? You were down twenty to twenty to nine. 20 to nine. Yep. Twenty to nine no in point. the first half, Yeah. and we said we talked about it with Scott Frost all the time and how he would panic way too early, yep. and they would try to resort to throwing, throwing, mm-hmm. throwing, throwing. And here, so here's what uh, Mickey Joseph said over over the weekend on on why Logan Smothers came out. Well, we
1: wanted to go Logan because we thought we was going to run some option, and then we figured we had to throw it to get back in it, so we went win, chop.
0: Now, now, Mickey Joseph, one of the smartest guys in the room, and I, I love Mickey Joseph. I do. But at that point, there's a thought in my mind of, you're playing Illinois, who wants to run the ball for a substantial amount of time. Do you need to throw it for however many times you threw it in the second half to get back into the game? When, when you're at home... When your running back has ran for twelve carries and fifty one yards or whatever it was in the first half, mm-hmm. that's four that's four and a half a pop. Did you did you need to? Huh. And I, I I just truly I, I and then when it doesn't work, why was there a lack of a? Why did you not make a change to even yeah. get try it? You know, it did I, after Casey got hurt.
2: You know, it seemed like there was indecision at times you know yeah, they I seemed so. like there was indecision at times and uh the second half for us that's the thing that's just staggering to me and uh 6153 just uh typed that in too we were the best offense they faced since coach Tasty got hurt uh we were atrocious offense in the second half and we just it just got it just got bad it just got bad i, I don't understand how with, that with even run block i think the team the offense is a lot better take this perspective yeah a lot better in run blocking there in pass blocking. Yep. And and you were still there was still enough time in the game to where you still could run the ball. And it just didn't seem like there was a just didn't seem like the off it just seemed like it wasn't a commitment to it, man. And that was the thing that was kind of disturbing is just not seeing just to run the peel more often. Um, and then obviously when Casey gets hurt it changed everything around, man. It changed everything around.
0: So we get asked this tw- question on uh, on the text line by C Money. How do these high-star offensive linemen do so poorly? Poorly. Are they too big, too tall? Once again, fixed lines, and the rest of the team will come along without a doubt. How do they make it happen? I, I don't know how to answer that question necessarily. I mean, development's the blanket answer, yeah. but if you want to look at a perfect example, guys, Witherspoon, the defensive back for Illinois, number third, or the third best defensive back in this next year's draft. Do you know how many stars he was out of high school? Who's that? Witherspoon. I'm Witherspoon? Gonna go, I'm no going to go zero. Oh, darn. That's he like was two. unrated. Mm-hmm. And it comes into Illinois, and in two years they make him the number three yeah. corner defensive back in the NFL draft.
2: Well, and uh, I tell you what else: their defensive end, that the true freshman,
0: he's def- he'll yeah.
2: probably
3: be here another year or two, and he's out of there. You know, uh, they just well in two. Uh, I there was a text and I forgot who it was from talking. I think it was uh, about us getting four stars and five stars or offensive linemen and stuff like that. I'm over that. Me and stars for a long time a lot of these stars that are being given are are being given out are are oh my god this guy's six foot seven two ninety he runs a 40 and four four nine he does this his measurables his measurables are amazing so he's a four-star offensive lineman i'm to the point now i i want i want football players if you're if you're five foot ten and you're two hundred and ninety pounds but you're an absolute beast. Right. I want you to play football for me. I don't. I don't care if you're six five, six six. Because does it doesn't it matter at the end of the day if we've got a six foot seven guy that's that's got great measurables. But if he's not if he's not an animal out there. It doesn't matter. Measurables are, can only go so far. We're also getting questions
0: on the text line about Anthony Grant's run and how he bounced it more east west than north, south. Now, yes, I that was I yelled at my TV, going, "Run, <laughs> get the first down." Yeah. But I also wonder if, like, because we've seen those kind of plays from guys where they're trying to do too much. Yeah. I wonder if there's a sense of, "I gotta make a play." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it instead was there. Of, instead of just making a play instead of just making a play, it's I gotta make a play. So let's, let's go ahead and take a break. We're, we're a little late here. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code
1: YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan.